Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Water quality of our rivers, lakes, estuaries and coastal areas has all continued to decline in the past five years. That is according to a new report from the Environmental Protection Agency and Mary Gurry, Programme Manager with the EPA, joins us now. Mary, bring us through this report. It, it, it doesn't look good at all. It, it, about half our water quality is, is below standard. Uh, yes, good morning. Uh, today we've published our latest assessment of water quality and as you say overall it isn't good news. Um, our water quality is not as good as it should be and while we are seeing improvements in some areas these are really just being wiped out by declines elsewhere. So overall uh, unfortunately we have seen the number of our water bodies, our rivers, our lakes, our estuaries and our coastal waters um, that should be in satisfactory condition have all declined. Okay. All right, so so, that, so that's the bad news. Can we can we find out why 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 are we moving in the wrong direction when we were becoming increasingly climate conscious? When we know what we want to do, when we were hoping to have all our water in good standing by, I think it's twenty twenty seven, which is just around the corner. So why are we where we are? Yeah, so there are a whole range of pressures on water quality that impact on it. Um, The four uh, biggest pressures now are agriculture, uh, where about half of the water bodies that are impacted and are are vulnerable to pollution are now impacted by agriculture. We also have forestry and wastewater, urban wastewater, and then physical changes like from land drainage and barriers that that damage the habitat of the rivers. So the main problem we're highlighting this year and of particular concern is we have seen coastal and estuary water Waters, particularly on the southern and southeast seaboards, uh, decline. The estuaries have declined by 16% and the coastal waters by 10%. So that, that is really significant. And the EPA for the last number of years has been highlighting that nitrate levels from, from agriculture in the south and southeast are too high and that the trends were going in the wrong direction. Okay. So, so you're, the bottom line is that, that, that you're saying, Mary, is agriculture is polluting half our bodies of water around the country currently. What can be done about that? Because that seems like a very stark thing for us to be hearing. Yeah, and I suppose just to confirm, it's half of the water bodies that are at risk, so it's not all the water bodies. But so, you know, that, have, so that's a quarter of the water bodies based on this is in, in the country. About one third. It would be yeah, about twenty percent, twenty five percent of them. So twenty five. Yeah, so it is significant. So a quarter yeah, yeah. of our water bodies are currently being polluted to 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 a, a, a significant extent by agriculture. What can we do about that? Yeah, so there's two main problems uh, that are arising, well, primarily two from nutrients, which is nitrogen and phosphorus. And there's, there's two different areas. So in the south and southeast, the problem is mainly nitrogen because we're free draining soils, we're very intensive agriculture, and the nitrogen you know, soaks down through the soil, gets into the And these the are from fertilisers, is what we're basically it's saying. From fertilisers and animal slurry, so the urine and slurry from animals. So both of them contrib- contribute the chemical fertiliser and the organic fertiliser. Okay. And yeah, it's just there's just too, too much of it, and it's you know, and actually, in fact, some of it effectively being wasted, you know, because it's being applied onto land where it's not needed for the crops. Okay. And it gets down and, into the water. And if farmers were to say, well, look, what else can we do? You, you know, our, our our livestock they do slurry comes it's a byproduct of, of livestock urine, all of that kind of stuff. Is there anything that they can do? Uh, tell us what they can do to change, and and why isn't it happening? 
Yeah, there are there are a whole range of measures and the the the, the plan to reduce, I suppose, the impacts of agriculture from uh, of on water quality are set out in the Good Agricultural Practice Regulations. So they say what what should be done, but there's a whole range of measures, you know, in terms of improving efficiency, reducing the amount of chemical nitrogen, switching to things like clover and mixed sword species. But really, agriculture and chagas are best placed to advise farmers on what the solution is for their particular farm. All it right. depends on on the farm and the types of soil they have and, and the activity that they're undertaking. And Mary, there there are sanctions that that can be placed on industry when they when they pollute river oil spills, you know, you know, chemical uh, spills, those types of things. There are sanctions. What sanctions can be put on farmers? Can any sanctions be put on individual farmers, or can we even tell which individual farmers are to blame here? Uh, yeah, well, there's two. So where we have kind of this diffuse pollution, where you know there's not really a pollution event, um, farmers have have to uh, comply in order to get basic payments under the Common Agricultural Policy. They need to there's basic conditions they must meet in order to get their payments. So if they don't, if they aren't meeting those, they can have uh, a reduction in their payment. Obviously, if there's a, a significant pollution event, like a you know a fish kill or something like that, where it can be traced back to a farm, uh, farmers can be prosecuted for causing water pollution either. And, and any individual for that matter can can be prosecuted to have the, as I say industry as well. Have any farmers been prosecuted for water pollution? The number of prosecutions is quite low and it is an area that the, the, the Commission, as you know, Ireland has a derogation, uh, maybe familiar when with that you, term. When you say quite low, do you know the figure? I don't have the figure off the top of my head, um, but it's, it's, it is relatively low. So a tiny yeah. number, a quarter of our waterways polluted and a tiny number of people prosecuted. Is that the bottom line? Uh, it is, but I would say that there is uh, a renewed focus now on the need for a good c- for compliance and enforcement. And I think even the farming community recognise that that you know they don't want to see individuals who are doing the wrong thing, you know, getting away with it for the want of better expression. So there is going to be a new focus on uh, increasing the number of agricultural inspections and following up on, right. on non-compliances. All right. Look, thank you for speaking to us this morning. That is Mary Gurry, program manager with the EPA. There, not a great reflection on our waterways. No, it's it's awful. Uh, and uh, interesting, the reaction of Tim Cullinan, president of the Irish Farmers Association, quoted in the paper, his response to this really damning report. We don't want all the blame to fall on agriculture. Uh, efforts had to be made to sustain life in rural Ireland. Uh, we don't want everybody living in Dublin. I don't know what that has got to do with everyone living in Dublin. There's an issue here that has to be dealt with and we need a better reaction from that from the Irish Farmers Association. Fortunately, he will be joining us, uh, Tim Cullinan, after 8 o'clock and we will uh, put that to him. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.